Ricardo is the president and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. And a positive jobs report today. The market finishes in the right direction going into the weekend. What does it mean for interest rates? That's always the question, seemingly. Dave Spano of Annex Wealth Management joining us on the program. Happy Friday to you, Mr. Spano. And nice talking to you, Greg, and all the great work that you're doing out there at Capco. I'm sure everybody appreciates that. So, you know, it's exactly right. We had a good report, and you look at how the, what's going on, and job openings decreased by 8.7 million. That that's a big number, and really that that's starting to tell folks that if you have a good job, you want to keep it. And if you're an employer and you have a good worker, you want to keep them. So that is keeping job openings and, 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 and job hoppers at their same job. So Dave, when, when the announcement is made, when the jobs report is revealed, instantly the markets see a boost. Why do they react favorably to the jobs report that we saw today? Well, it is good news. And of course, you know, when you see that immediate reaction, Frankly, those are AI. That's computers doing some of those tradings. They look for words, and, and, and that's good news. Sometimes you'll see an immediate reaction, but after the real traders get a chance to digest that, then you might see the real direction. But they hung on, and the reason why they could be a dual-edged sword is because the Federal Reserve, as we all know, has been raising rates significantly, got them up to about between 5.25 and 5.5%. They are expected to lower rates in 2024. But if if job if if the economy stays strong, Greg, and jobs rates start going back down, the Fed has the staff to wonder if they've done enough work. So do they keep rates higher? That's really the question. So, so Dave, we talk a lot about what you just mentioned, like almost this critical mass of, of people working and how it makes it difficult. Sorry, Dave. Uh, Zhang, you you. You, you you talk about this double barrel or this uh, this double edged sword or this critical right. mass sort of of almost too many people are working. Could you kind of it, 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 for someone like me who like just can't like wrap their mind around it? Can you explain why interest rates would would possibly have to stay higher if quote unquote I guess too many people are working? Just how does that work? Yeah, it does seem weird, doesn't it, Mike? So what has happened is the economy really was doing very well. And so the Fed said they have to slow down the economy. And I know that sounds crazy, but the reason why they did that and why they raised rates is because prices were going up so fast, that is, was really a, a big part of the basis for inflation, that they had to slow things down. And how do you slow things down? You raise interest rates to individuals and corporations. So they, you know, they kept rates too low for too long, what was called the zero interest rate bond. And so they started to raise rates, and now they raise them for ba from basically zero all the way up to over 5%. That is expected for, to do two things. One, make it more expensive for corporations to borrow, to, to lend, and then that slows things down. That's number one. And number two, it, it, makes, it slows down the economy for people, for example, who want to go and take out a mortgage. If mortgage rates go from 3 to 8%, they might not uh, continue to push pr housing prices up, for example. And so that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to slow things down without having what's called a hard landing, and that is a recession. So can they pull that away? I'll pull that off. We're going to have to see because they raised rates uh, so fast, it's starting to slow the economy, but not to the point of a recession where we're going to have negative GDP. We haven't seen that yet. That doesn't mean it's not going to happen in 2024, but there's, it's a possibility they could get this right. 
Dave Bono of Annex Wealth Management joining us here at Wisconsin's Afternoon News from Capco's Kids to Kids Christmas. So it's an interesting time that if you're a home buyer, Dave, you, what's the strategy, right? Do you want to get into that house because you're thinking, okay, interest rates are going to drop and we can refinance? Or right. do you play the waiting game knowing that inventory is still pretty tight? This, this seems like a really interesting and maybe pivotal point here for a home buyer. Well, there also could be a, a third option, which is maybe a variable rate. And so, for example, and you don't have to you don't have to push all chips into the middle of the table and say, "All right, I want that house. It's the right house. We like it. Uh, you know, timing's right. The house is right. The price is right." But maybe we'll do a variable rate. We'll live with it until 2024 or 2025, for example, and see if rates continue to come down. You know, they have this thing, Greg, called the dot plot the Federal Reserve does. And I call it the dart plot because they're just throwing darts against the wall. They haven't been right uh, too often, but they're starting to suggest that rates could come down, by at least by the Federal Reserve numbers, 100 basis points. That means 1% in 2024. So if they start lowering rates, you'll see how all the other rates start coming back down in 24 and likely into 25. That is what the dot plots are suggesting to us. So, Dave, when the, the jobs report comes out, as Greg mentioned, the, 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 the markets react favorably to it. What are some of the key factors that you look for? I guess, is there a moment in time when the markets will react uh, appropriately or ultimately on a December or November jobs report? Do you look three weeks out? Should you expect yep. something to happen in a week or so? How long do you kind of forecast for? That's really a great question. And the reason why is because you have to look for a pattern. One data point does not create... Uh, the decision. So what is the pattern? Is the, are, are things headed in the right direction? And of course the Federal Reserve is going to meet next week and then they're going to tell us what they said. And we're, it's likely to say they're going to keep rates where they are and then look for more data points into 2024. So you know we, we're not going to react on one data point. The markets and, and investors shouldn't either. But you should look for a pattern and look for a mosaic, if you will, of all of these data points and suggest what things are going to happen in 2024. Now, remember, the Fed is not supposed to be political. They're supposed to be apolitical. But we do have, as everyone knows in the world, we have a presidential election happening in November of next year. So what does the Fed do in front of the election? Do they stay out of the way uh, of, of the election? That, that's going to be a good point, and we'll have to see because there, there is a suggestion they're going to start slowing, I'm, I'm sorry, they're going to start lowering interest rates, and if that happens, that's going to try to keep the economy going. Dave, I think when we hear interest rates, my first thought is housing market, right? But I'm sure it affects automobile interest rates, HELOCs, right? Things like that. Here's a question mm -hmm. for you. If the rates do end up going down on all of those things, is there an inverse relationship to some of those high interest savings accounts, CDs that are now, you know, four or five percent that all of a sudden look like a very safe and easy way to grow some money? Those rates historically have been low and mortgage rates were low. Would they also go back down if there was they a would. dip? Yeah, Greg, that is an amazing question. And the reason why is because we saw 5% plus that you could get in a savings account or a CD. And so if rates start heading back down, you know what else starts to head back down? When interest rates go down, bond prices go up. They move in inverse directions. So it might be a time to look at your bond investments as well and say, should I, should I put more money into my fixed income part of the portfolio because interest rates are coming back down? Don't get caught in this thing where, you know, for example, you throw it into an annuity and get locked there, start start looking and say, if interest rates start coming back down, is, is my bond portfolio going to look better? Or should I lock in, for example, a CD for a longer term? Go to your bank and talk to them about that because interest rates currently are high. Really good question, Greg.
Dave Spano, Annex Wealth Management. Check out Money Talk tomorrow at 10. Dave, have a great weekend. Thanks for your insight. Man, I appreciate it. Yeah, and thank you and uh, all the great work that you're doing out at Capco.